Welcome to No Stage Lights, a podcast where we go behind the smoke and mirrors of everything from marriage to entrepreneurship. I am your host, Janelle Carter. And I'm Terry Carter. Welcome, everybody. Hey, guys. So that is a live intro every single time. Yep. And I feel like you're pulling the music down a little too fast. (laughs) Wow, we start right off with a critique. (laughs) Um, And here I was going to say the band is just so tight and they're just they just do it so well every time who's the band oh i get it <sighs> womp 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 yeah no kidding my god okay <laughs> yeah you have no imagination i had i do are you kidding me we have well i am the creator in the relationship you would never do fred flintstone <laughs> Are you comparing yourself to Fred Flintstone? No. Wow. Let's talk about the Flintstones for a minute. What the heck? We watched an episode not that long ago. And first of all, Fred is so crabby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poor Barney. Yeah. Barney definitely gets beat up. Barney's on. like, oh, okay, Fred. Sorry. Sorry, Fred. Sorry. Sorry, Fred. We watched an episode where he had like this special beer in his fridge and he was going to come home and drink it and he thought barney took it and he was like i mean like pounding on barney's head (laughs) well first he thought wilma he was like screaming at wilma (laughs) screaming at wilma about that (laughs) if i were wilma i'd be like right here fred (laughs) (laughs) for those of you who can't see you can imagine what she's doing uh that's so funny so we um have been gearing up for a busy Spring and summer with music, which is exciting. Um, One of the things that I wanted to talk about today is our work environment and how it's quite different than some other work environments. Very much so. Um, Mainly because there is alcohol flowing at almost every single one of our Jobs. Well, but you got to put it in perspective. <laughs> Band jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Terry's not drinking and massaging. I'm yeah. not drinking and doing hair. Don't worry. Um, we are hired to play um, functions that. Of course. Celebrate. Events and yeah, celebrations. Yeah, celebrations. And so, of course, they're going to have, they're not going to have like coloring parties. Well, right. Of course. But I mean, no. I know what you mean. No. Yeah. I guess my point is I'm trying to lead into today's topic, which is we called it, I called it empaths and alcohol because Terry and I are both empathic. I I wish we had our YouTube camera set up so that you could see the look on his face that he's giving me I, right I'm now. Not saying anything. <sighs> I, I'm not. Okay. You don't have to. Your face says it all here. So, is Anyhow. That, that empathic thing you've got going on. You can tell what we're thinking. <laughs> I can I can feel it. Yep. There it is. Do we need to talk about the fact that sometimes I have to like debrief you? Oh wait. <laughs> wait a minute. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. All right. That sounds great. <laughs> I can feel the briefs coming off now. <laughs> Lucky for you, you're a boxer guy. Yeah. No, no do, 
sometimes because you are an empath. What's so funny? Now then. I'm, we got to get it together. I know. This is a professional production here. At the moment. <laughs> Why are you so funny? You are hilarious. Uh, Even on the days that I want to smack you. Do you want to do a Fred Flintstone to me? <laughs> yeah, pound you right on the head. Bam, bam, bam. Um, so um, what I'm trying to say is that we are both uh, aware, hyper aware of our uh, surroundings. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're both empaths. We're both, we feel everything at like a hundred percent. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and so all joking aside, there are yeah. days where we have hard days because the energy that's around us is harder, you know, to absorb than other times. And sometimes we do absorb that. Right. We take it on and the people that understand that know what we're trying to say. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's, I'm sure there's people out there going, that's a bunch of hooey, but, um, but you were, you used to think it was a bunch of hooey. Yeah. Until we kind of discovered that sometimes like in your line of work, when you're actually like touching other people and like healing where they're hurting, you know, right? You're kind of t- like you'd be like, man, I don't know what's going on with my shoulder, and I would say, did you have a client today with like major sort, you know, major shoulder issues? And a lot of times you did. Yeah, mine. It's normally been just feeling exhausted from mental, um, just yeah. and not knowing why, just like feeling like just walking through like sand. But or- you have told me before that you can actually like. The way that you work in your industry and for you is you can close your eyes and put your hands on somebody's back and your hands almost know like where to go, where they're having pain. It's a map. Yeah. So I think you're discrediting your gift right now mm-hmm. because you're like, no, nah, I learned that. That is not a learned. That's a gift. That is a gift that you know how to do. Okay. Yes. I think you're, I think you're fearful that people are going to think we're super like new agey and we're not, but Oh God, there's nothing new agey about us, <laughs> especially me, but there's yeah. Yeah. No, you're old fashioned, hon. Mm-hmm. But what I'm trying to say is you can easily find without having to ask somebody where their problem is. It's like your hand just like gravitates towards the area that needs to be fixed. And that is, that's an empathic trait. And I'm kind of like a Ouija board, but in a good way. <clears throat> yeah, kind of <laughs> just like that. Um, so for me personally, as an empath who is sensitive to energy, I hate that word sensitive for me, it has a negative connotation. I don't want it to anymore, but I am conscious and aware of energy for me environments or situations where there's a lot of alcohol use sometimes gets a little much for me. Well, I think part of that is because people start to get a little bit more aggressive and Mm -hmm. I use that word lightly, but yeah, people's, you know, it changes them and some for the good, some for the, for, for the bad. And you personally want nothing to do with any type of confrontation. Oh gosh. So I think nope. that's why it sparks 
you know, a red flag mm-hmm. for you. Well, and I think that a lot of people, when they, you know, have more than just one or two or a couple or, or you know, in a social environment kind of thing, <clears throat> um, I think like this guard comes down and when you have a hundred people or 50 people or a thousand people and all of the, the sudden all of their guards are down and we're like the focus, we're like the center of attention, meaning like we're on the stage, we're the focus and it's, I can feel that. And it's a lot, a lot of times. Now I'm going to say that I do, I do drink alcohol. I am a very light drinker. I I like wine. Mm-hmm. Um, On occasion, you'll have your peanut butter whiskey. Once in a while, yeah. I'll have like an ounce. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's about it. And for me, it's more of a physical thing. I like, well, it's, it's a lot of things. I like to be in control of my body. I like to know like exactly how I'm getting home. I like to have, I like to be in control of my body and my situation. Um, but also physically everything hurts my stomach. Like it sucks. So I can't really even. Well, we're also not 21 anymore. It takes too long to recover. <clears throat> At least yeah. for me, I, I don't like that. Something happened. So we're getting ready. To, we're going to go play today. Of course, again, we pre-record and uh, we were having this conversation and we thought it was something worth sharing with you all. So we decided to hop on down and 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 grab this conversation so mm-hmm. we didn't lose it. Uh, but the last time we played at this particular venue where we're going, I think something kind of neat happened because there was like a birthday group. They wanted to do a birthday picture with everybody with a shot. And the birthday girl said to me, what kind of shot do you like? And I said, oh, thank you. I don't, but I don't do shots. Well, what kind of shot does Terry like? Well, you haven't done Mm-mm. shots, I don't do shots anymore years really and instead of getting that like what oh my gosh come on what do you want just something because we get that a lot she was like oh yeah no problem i'll get you a shot of water for the picture it was so cool yeah and i got to thinking well, like people understand you know they're not gonna do that whole peer pressure thing well and that's kind of what i wanted to talk about with you is that many times you will drink na when we're playing because there's this fine line of professionalism um and i have a different outlook than maybe other people but the professional musicians that i know who are doing this as a career don't do not drink on stage they they don't if you're doing it like i don't know like hobby for fun with your buddies that's one thing if you're if this is your job and you're making money doing it and you're at work and that is my opinion on it. I know yours is a little different and that's okay. Again, it's all about how you conduct yourself. Yeah. I just, you, if, if we were playing a show and somebody like, okay, let's talk about, and I guess like a, it, it depends on the environment too, like a beer or I mean like a bar tavern, something, you know, one or two. Okay. But like, if we're doing a show show, like in a, like at an opera house or a, like when we did the Piazza brunch, yeah, but, we've got a lot of people yeah. coming in who have never seen us before. And you could be conducting yourself as the most professional musician to that's ever been. But sometimes that gives 
you know, it's just like, unfortunately, it's just like having a tattoo or something where it's like, hey, I could be the most professional person ever and somebody somewhere is going to see your tattoo on your arm or whatever and think differently, well, which is stupid. It's, yes. But it's the truth. I know, but it's those are the people you don't care to have around you. I know. I Do mean, you understand what I'm trying I totally to say? I get what you're saying. I um, totally get what you're saying, but so, I'm not going to not live my life because of fear of what somebody, one person's going to think that doesn't know me, that will never know me. Mm-hmm. I care less what they think. Anyway, I know. I mean, now, when we're in Nashville, it's interesting when we play shows in Nashville because a lot of the shows that we play support recovery. And there's a lot of recovery action going on in Nashville because it is a constant, constant party. And I think people come down and they move there and they're young and they're ambitious and they get everything social. You know, you can walk in to any honky tonk bar at, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning and it's full blown party going on. Mm -hmm. And so I can see how it, after a while, they're drinking bloodies, they're drinking, you know, everybody's just starting their next day. And it's, are they, are they, do they drink? I, do some of them drink on stage? I'm, I haven't really paid attention to that. It's, I just wasn't sure. If, yeah, it's off and on. It just depends on who it is. I mean, I've seen stars drink on stage. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it. Again, it's about how you conduct yourself. So, there are more people who are sober or not not don't drink in Nashville artist wise that I know than do, because I think they have to get to the point where they're like. If I if I'm gonna have drinks, it's clearly I'm gonna be drinking all day long, all night long, because I'm gonna right. be playing two or three shows, and you just I think it gets to be a problem for some. Well, of course, you know, yeah, your fourth show is gonna definitely suffer. Yeah, so you've been you have been drinking NA, and I am surprised. I'm not surprised, but I'm shocked if that makes sense. By like that I'm drinking NA. No. <laughs> By like the backlash that you get sometimes. Oh, I, see, that's the, I don't care. I know you don't, but that's kind of the problem, I think, in our world. Like, I think it's commendable that you decide that you're going to drink NA, keep yourself sober, drive home safe, and make good choices. Yeah, I mean. But you're like. Today I'll go there. I'll, I'll, you know, since it's an early show, I'll, you know, I'll maybe have a virgin bloody because I like the taste of the, mm-hmm. the, the tomato juice or whatever it is, and then I'll just have some NA and water. And but like, it's it shocks me. How, I mean, most people are pretty cool about it, but there's a lot of people who are like, "Oh, what are you a girl now?" I mean, and first of all, and I see yes. I first know. of all, what the hell does that mean? You're being a girl. <laughs> Come okay. Is that supposed to be like? Don't even get me started on that. I, That's supposed to be. That was last com- That was last time you get all fired up. Um, <laughs> it just an age old way of talk. I know. Guy talk. That's I know. All I know. Not, it- but if you had somebody who was really like trying, I mean, you are doing it because you just made the, the decision. Well, but we, if it, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. If you had somebody who was really trying to stay sober, right? Like this is a problem that they are facing and 
they're going to switch over to NA brands or what have you. And they're like being basically made fun of for that. That's bull honky. Bull honky. (laughs) When are we getting the t-shirts made? Um, That's that's unfortunate. What I was going to say, we have a very good friend who's a touring artist, very successful. And he decided to completely just go cold turkey mm-hmm. and and knowing he, he he admitted that some of the friends that he was that were friends of his lifelong friends he's basically not friends with anymore because they kind of like it, it's almost like they lost touch because they don't have the alcohol connection it's so it's, yeah. yeah he's like I, so he, he wasn't I, expecting that no, he was he like was, he's hurt by it actually yeah well that's hurtful you know it's like is the only thing that i was good for i don't have any depth it was a good time yeah. yeah yeah and and he you know he recognized that he was going down a um a path that you know was not good for him not good for him and he changed that and that's incredible and that is a great example of somebody who can be in the environment oh He's a, yeah, that's, you that's know, that's what he does. But I mean, I want to try to compare this to something for you that, you know, I mean, okay. So say that you are newly diagnosed with diabetes and every single day you have to go work at the bakery every day. That's your job. You're a baker and you want to take care of yourself. So you decide that you're no longer going to eat any baked goods. And somebody comes in and says, do you want a bite of my donut? Do you want one of my cupcakes out of the dozen? And you say, no, thanks. I appreciate it. I'm not eating sugar anymore. And they're like, you're not eating sugar. God, (sighs) what's the matter with you? Really? Oh, you're getting soft. I mean, no, I'm not eating sugar because it's going to eventually kill me. Like, (laughs) That's no different, I guess. It bothers me. It really does. It bothers me. You grind your gears. It does. Yeah, but again, it all boils down to who cares. It's but you it, are you, yeah. I, I guess I guess I have to get there. I'm yeah, not there yet. Bottom line is, if they're judging you that way, they're obviously not a friend of yours that is around you. So, or will be. So, who cares? Yeah, I know. I guess I'm more protective of you because I don't care when it comes to myself. Everybody knows like, you know, that I don't drink that much. I mean, let's face it. If I have more than like three glasses of wine, I have to go lay down in the car because like my upper epigastric area is on fire. (laughs) So I'm a good time. Okay. I'm a good time. See, I just made an excuse for myself. Like, oh yeah, I can only have three. I'm a good time. So what? I'm a lot of fun sober. I, I'm more fun sober than I am drinking. What? It sounds like you're trying to convince yourself. I, do you understand what I'm I saying? I do. Though? Just, again, be you. Who cares? I know. I, I'm going to get shirts made like that. Who cares? <laughs> I don't care. Who cares? I could give a rat's ass. It's not... Somebody that doesn't know me, somebody that doesn't have anything to do with my circle or my life or anything like that, they can just keep walking. I guess for sake of conversation, we're caring. I don't care. (laughs) Otherwise, if you keep saying, who cares? We're not going to have a show. No, I don't. Who cares? No, I know. Who cares about their opinion? Right. It's everybody's got one. I guess I'm strong and you're very strong. 
the people who probably care are the people who might not be as strong as you. Okay. 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 You don't care because you're rock solid with it. And you're like, I don't care what you say. I'm doing what I want. But there's a lot of people who are like, I'm not saying I'm rock solid with it either, but you can't let it eat you. I know. But you know what I'm saying? I like totally there, I, I think there are people. Let's talk about young people like these kids who are 21, you know, just turning 21 and starting to fall into this, going into the bar with their friends and stuff. Well, I think that's just the cycle. Um, it, I'll tell you, I worry more about, you know, it's cool that nobody's smoking anymore. Cigarettes. I, I think there's a a bigger evil out there with vaping are you yeah are you a vapor listeners we want to know more about it because we don't know a whole lot about it just yeah because it seems like it's taking the raw i mean who knows i don't know i don't know what's about yeah or 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 is a you know tobacco but it seems like everybody on the planet is vaping yeah is it okay for your lungs we want to know does anybody know fill us in yeah we're really not educated on that enough to speak on it but it does seem like at some point they're going to say it's a lot of crap going into your, or is it just vapor? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd like to know. Um, I was a smoker for mm, a lot of years and I quit 11 years ago. Uh, I often forget that I did smoke. You crave it sometimes. Once in a while when I have a drink, like if I have a drink and I'm like, oh man, or I have friends who are, you know, social smokers. I kind of want to mm-hmm. be a part of that. Um, but I don't miss. I was like nervous all the time. Hey, I want to go really quick back to talking about like social environments with alcohol. I was just reading about a place in, I think, Columbus, Ohio. It is, I, I believe, Columbus's very first dry bar. They have a mixologist who is like making all of these NA cocktails and it's a bar and they have entertainment. I mean, it's a bar and, but everything is non-alcoholic. And I think that is so cool. It'd be interesting to experience. That's not neat. Um, The reason that I think it's really cool is that I know that I have um, friends who are sober and don't drink and where do they go for a social, like for fun? Like, where do they go? They, you know, just because we're not big drinkers over here doesn't mean we don't like to have a good time. Go see live music, socialize with our friends, go have like, I mean, drinks. I prefer virgin drinks. Like, I think if you choose not to drink, you can still go to a bar. I mean, you don't have to. You know, yeah, but there's you, not as many options. True. That's. You know, like these are like Cosmos and like mixed drinks. They have different wine, all kinds of different NA wine like that you can get. And, you know, the different flavors and the different like, ooh, you know, ooh, a Bahama Mama. But there's no booze like you can't get that at a regular bar because a Bahama Mama is made up of like coconut rum. And I mean, you're just going to basically get pineapple juice then, (laughs) you know. Here's your umbrella. So I think for people with health concerns or people who've chosen to be sober or people who are maybe pregnant and can't drink all kinds of different scenarios. I think it's so cool. And these guys are cool. They're hip. Like 
you know, not hip replacement. They're hip. <laughs> so we'll find that. We'll find the link to that place and we'll um, link it. I followed them on social media and I really, I love it. I dig it. I think it's really cool. It does. I, I, like I said, I would like to experience it. I get excited cool. because I'm like, I could go in and have like, I could try like four or five different kinds and not have to worry. Yep. And I love that idea. That's, it keeps me in control. And I think that's great. What a great option. I hope that we kind of trend towards that um, as, you know, a nation. I hope that becomes more of a thing. And I more hope, of a norm, yeah. Yeah, more of those places pop up. Do we have a business idea? <laughs> no. No, we don't need another one. No, we have plenty. All right. We have to run to work. Yep. Um, You're going to be hearing this. I can't. I've lost track of time. I think on Thursday, on a Thursday, if I'm wrong, happy Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> but we will catch you next time. Thank you for listening. We have had so many people contact us and tell us that they're listening and that's really awesome. Yes, we appreciate that very much. We sure do. So uh, signing out, I'm Janelle Carter. I'm Terry Carter. Hold on, I have a new thing to say before we go. Uh-oh. Our friend um, Debbie said, closing the curtain on this episode, I'm Janelle Carter. Hmm. Get Can it? I- no stage lights. The stage curtain. Oh. oh. <laughs> You're cute. I'm in. <laughs> have a great day. Bye, guys. Bye.